Hello, I'm Sarah Landon, and I'm so happy to welcome you to the Journey of the Master podcast. This podcast was created to guide you to remember the infinite wisdom that lies within you, to reconnect to the master that you already are, and to realize yourself as creator within your own creation of reality. For more free resources and information on our books, courses, and master's class program, please visit sarahlandon.com. I hope you enjoy this episode of Journey of the Master. So hello, everybody, and welcome to our fourth episode here, our fifth episode, geez, I don't even know how many it is, of Journey of the Master. And today we are talking about one of my favorite subjects, choiceless experiences. And we have our very special uh, co-creator here with us, Sarah Elizabeth. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. So happy to be here today for Choiceless Experiences. So I think we just dive right in. I have to say on my spiritual path, this has been something that's been so very important as a missing link, I would say, to really understanding the greater power of the universe in your life is just the best way I can say it. We often talk about this idea of law of attraction and wanting to focus on something and focusing on it so much that we, we are waiting for it and trying to be patient and, and trying to draw it into our life or attract it into our life, often finding it to be uh, frustrating at times, feeling a lot of resistance in this moment. There's something you want in order to feel good and it's not there. And so we are focused on trying to attract it and create it. And sometimes that can be frustrating. It can feel like nothing's happening and it can feel like we can't really experience the joy that we want in the moment. And yet we have this knowing that magical things are possible for us. Miracles are possible for us. And sort of my favorite term for that is out of the blue this awareness that there are things that happen on an ordinary day that just show up out of the blue that change your life forever. And I also like to call these choiceless experiences. You know, you are in the highest vibration, in the highest level of consciousness, in a state of joy and fully allowing when things just show up for you and it's a yes. When things just show up and you don't ever have to experience the lack of it, the limitation of it, the separation from it, you're in a joyful state, you're in an uplifted state, you're looking at drawing more joy into your life and open to more beauty and more abundance and more prosperity and well-being. And we can live in that state and draw more to us in this way that is absolutely choiceless without having to feel the frustration or the lack of things. And these choiceless experiences for me have just been this knowing, this energy and this vibration that you just can't go against, this way that things light up on your path. And it may not be logical. You might have no idea how this experience got, came together to present itself to you, but you just know. And to even take that a little bit further, it is coming into this awareness of your infinite worth that there's nothing outside of you that you need to be whole or complete. It's coming into an alignment with your wholeness, your completeness, your perfection. And what you need 
And what you want shows up even before you know you need it. It just shows up and it's a yes. It just shows up and it's a choiceless experience. And oftentimes these choiceless experiences happen with a tremendous amount of momentum or may feel like a quantum leap forward in your life or like you leapfrog over all sorts of obstacles or perceived obstacles because these choiceless experiences just present themselves to you. And so I'm really excited to talk about this today. I think it is such a missing link in a lot of conversations about creating your reality and really allowing yourself to be fully open to receive that which is in your highest and best good, where what you want and what you need show up even before you know you need it. And to me, the key to that is knowing your infinite worth, knowing how absolutely worthy you are of things just showing up for you in your life and just being a yes, knowing that the universe is divinely orchestrating things, that your higher self, your soul is out ahead of you, aligned with everybody else's higher self and soul in accordance to the highest and best good, bringing together amazing, miraculous experiences in your life. So choiceless experiences, Sarah, Elizabeth, what does that mean to you? Oh my goodness. It's a yes. That's what, you know, we, what you just said, that's a really key part of it. For me, choiceless experiences are things that you've done what the council talks about. So often you focused on the feeling, not so much on the details of what you think you want to happen or what you think you desire, whatever it might be, but you focused on the feeling and you felt your way into a new reality and something shows up and it's just a yes. And like you said, it isn't necessarily that you can even connect the dots. Um, and I think that's part of what you mean when you say out of the blue. So you can feel it coming if you're paying attention to the way that you feel, but you might not know exactly what it is. So for me, choiceless experiences are those things where you're in the flow. I'm in the flow and it's happening before I even realize that it's happening. It is the things that show up and there's already so much momentum behind them that you cannot stop them, nor do you want to. And that might be something that I'm very aware of from my human perspective. And also it's always so much more than that, where the momentum is clearly coming from my broader perspective or even, and always, I think this is true from the collective broader perspective. That's what choiceless experiences are for me, Sarah. Thank you for that. You know, I think there's something interesting. You said you, you can't stop them, nor would you want to. I think there's even something, you know, to, to your point about you, if you're paying attention and you're sort of aware, you can feel something happen. And I find many times that just before the choices experience, there's a feeling of total void, total clean slate. It may really seem like, what am I supposed to be doing? Or what am I supposed to be creating? Or coming to this place where you don't even know what you want to need. You don't really have any desire. You're just sort of open. And I really want to say, if you could get good at being aware when you have this feeling like, I, I just feel like I have this blank slate and I don't know what's next. 
Another thing that shows up for people, and this has come up several times in sessions, and one of my favorite aha moments was a couple of weeks ago in a session I was having with a client where they were talking about really, really, really being ready to be in a romantic relationship. And they said, I was fine. I was doing really good. And then it came over me like this painful moment that I was just so ready to be in a relationship. And the council's channeled wisdom to them about that was, we want you to get really excited when you feel that, because that's how you know in one moment your reality is going to change. And someone's going to come into your life out of the blue and change your life forever. They may be a romantic partner. They may be a business relationship. It may be an opportunity that comes in. But if you start beginning to notice that feeling of, wow, the old reality is really moving out and that new reality hasn't fully presented itself to you yet, but you feel it so much and you know it's there that you almost feel this strange feeling in your body like, but wait, I can feel it's here. Why can't I see it? Why don't I know it's there? And it oftentimes comes in some big shift that looks like a change or a loss of something in your life where something really big moves out and you can be at peace and accepting of that and yet not even feel like you're you're ready for that next big thing and it just comes in and it's a yes right so you start getting good at playing or sort of surfing the waves of divine orchestration things coming out of the blue being orchestrated for you and you don't push against those moments when you feel like you have a clean slate or you feel like, wow, my old reality has really moved out and I can feel this new thing, but I can't see it yet. That's when we get really excited about it. That's when you can really begin to wake up each day with this eager excitement and enthusiasm for your life. I wonder what amazing, miraculous, magical thing is going to happen today. And what I have found is the more you acknowledge every little miracle, every little sacred moment, every little piece of divine orchestration that happened for you each day, the more and more and more you begin to be in tune with how energy and light guides the way so that your experiences really do become choiceless. We just did a very special live uh, at the time, <laughs> two-part channeled uh, uh, event with the council, including Q&A on the topic of choices versus decisions. If you didn't join us live for that or you didn't access the replay of that yet, it is available on our website, sarahlandon.com. But it's one of my favorite conversations ever of really going deep into this awareness of what is the difference between choiceless and making a choice that is just clear where you're confident and certain and trying to make big decisions in your life. And where we really came to in that two hour channeled experience with the council is getting to the place that there's really only one decision you ever need to make. And they tell you what that is in the call, but there really is only ever one decision, but there really are no big decisions. If we are living a state of alignment and consciousness and awareness where we are in tune, in flow, allowing it becomes choiceless when it's time nothing's going to stop you from doing what what you're being called to do when you're being called to do it which is also a choiceless experience we're choosing all day long 
right? And there's things that feel just choiceless for us all day long. And sometimes our beliefs play into that where we believe that we only have one or two choices. We believe that this is the choice we have to make. And yet that can be different than really embracing a choiceless experience. And so maybe it'd be fun, Sarah Elizabeth, to dive into choiceless experiences. Do you have any examples of how that show up in your life, how shows up in your life, either simple things or big things? All the time, all the time. And there are two key words for me that one of them you, you directly ended up saying, you said eager. For me, something is choiceless. It's, it's existing in that place of, of perfect balance, completely satisfied with eagerness for more. And loving that, like, like you, were, you were giving the example, you know, maybe something moves out, but the council would say there's no lack. So you're not missing anything. If you feel you're lack and lacking or limited somehow, you're not quite there. That's not a bad thing. Just tune yourself a little bit more, fully satisfied, eager for more all day, every day. That is the best way that I've found for, for what the council refers to as choiceless, or I've heard them occasionally say choiceful because the choice really does mm -hmm. belong to you. You're not, it's not without choice. It's just so clear you wouldn't make a different choice. Um, and so in my experience, that shows up all the time. It shows up simply in the way that I get dressed, not every morning necessarily, but many mornings, oh, this feels like the perfect thing to, to wear today. And they gave us a wonderful example of that in our journey of the master course last spring, um, when they were, someone had asked about, you know, choosing and deciding. And they talked about, you know, being that little kid who's eager and doesn't want to be rushed. So if something doesn't feel choiceless, you're just not ready to choose yet. That doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. Maybe the components aren't in place. Maybe there's a little more tuning you wanna do for yourself because when we're, as we always know, when we're vibrationally ready, like what you were just describing, that being sort of on the brink, things are ready to come into place, um, ready to show themselves in your experience so much so that you look around and think, oh, I guess it isn't here yet. Yeah. And I love that. So. Simple things, simple things can be the way I, the, the direction that I walk, the path I choose when I'm out walking um, can be all day. That's an all day, every day thing. The conversations that I'll have, I know all of you have had this experience where you find yourself feeling compelled to call someone. There's somebody who's just on, and, and you're almost well, not, not even necessarily almost sometimes you're dialing before you even realize that, that you've done it, or you're typing the text message or writing the email before you even realize that you've done it and everything is in place and ready to go. Those are the things that I consider gems in my experience. Like you said, when the more that you acknowledge it, the more that it comes to be for you. And so acknowledging those, what we might consider little things all day long puts you in the flow for those things that we might consider big things. Though, of course, the council tells us all the time, there are no big things. Um, though something <laughs> I considered pretty big in the, in the last year that, that would look big if you looked at my life, a geographic change where I could feel that something was coming. I didn't know where I was going. I had no idea where I was going. Um, I didn't even have a reason 
that I wanted to leave where I was. I wasn't unhappy there. There was no lack of, of anything there. Um, it just felt like it was time to continue. And I wasn't sure where that path would go. And the path went a long way from, from where I, where I was. And I came to a place kind of, not kind of completely expecting and desiring to live in that on vacation feeling that the council talks to us about your human experience is more of a vacation than it is anything else. And I came to live on vacation and see how it went, show up and see how it feels, show up and see how it feels. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, things can be big or small. What, what about you, Sarah, what comes to mind for you in your own life? Well, I love what you said about being satiated where you are, being happy where you are, not really needing anything to change, not really feeling like something's wrong, but you can feel something pulling you, leading you, guiding you. And you can feel that shift in energy, but you can still maintain your sense of peace and joy and happiness. Uh, both Sarah and Elizabeth and I had uh, big geographical changes in our life over the last year where the council had been telling us for months and months and months not to make any big decisions. And I remember thinking, no problem. I don't <laughs> have any big decisions to make. Like, I'm not moving. Everything's great. And one day I find myself all of a sudden in, in an experience of moving and knowing in every cell of my being that this was just completely choiceless and could not even have imagined my life becoming what it has since I made that move, but it was just choiceless. And one of my friends recently reminded me that about a week before I found out that I was moving and decided cho chose choicelessly, <laughs> choicefully came to the place of, of moving. I had said, I'm never moving from the place I was in. And yet, because I, I was so happy, I was living in my heaven on earth, which of course we know is a state of, of, of consciousness. It's a, it's a state of being, not necessarily directly correlated to a particular place on earth, right? And another one that happened for me, and I have to say, it doesn't mean that choiceless experiences don't bring up some emotions for you and don't bring up some, oh my God, what am I doing? Or like, this is illogical. So in the midst of all of that, I had a choiceless experience that was something that would have seemed like a really big decision. The human part of me kind of thought it was a big decision, Every other part of me was, this is choiceless. And it was the experience of buying my horse, Cody. I was in the middle of a move. I had horses when I was younger, but it's been 20 plus years since I've had a horse. And I wanted one again someday, but I wasn't every day in this feeling of a void of not having a horse and riding and showing horses again. I was really happy. And uh, in a, in a, Co coincidence, random, sort of completely guided and inspired way, I end up on, on this website where I found Cody's picture. And I just knew the second I saw that picture, I knew that was my horse. I went to visit him just to show up and see how it felt. And as I was pulling in, he's walking from the back of a, 
the pasture at the ranch to my car. I, I, I met him God, and it was just choiceless. And I went home after buying a horse going, what the heck am I gonna do with a horse? Like, this is a lifelong responsibility now. They live to be 30 years old and where am I gonna get the time to do that? And why in the heck am I doing this? So it was a completely choiceless experience, but then my logical mind at some point realized what we were doing and you know some stuff came up but it was just choiceless and so choiceless experiences are just this deep knowing they they often come out of the blue they often are these series of orchestrated guided inspired steps that lead to something that's just a yes you know when you were talking i had the the vision of you know being this child and it's summertime here in the northern hemisphere and i remember one of my favorite things as a kid was going to this ice cream parlor in our town that we spent the summer and they had all these different flavors of ice cream so imagine it kind of like you're a little kid and you know you want an ice cream cone right you're so excited you're gonna go get an ice cream cone you get to the ice cream parlor and you don't know which one you want what do you do right there's you know how many how many Baskin Robin flavors are there? <laughs> 21? Oh, I have no idea. 30 something. <laughs> 30 something. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is. But so imagine you're this kid with this entire uh, uh, ice cream parlor that you could choose anyone you want and you don't really know. Well, one of my favorite things when I was a kid is like the little samples, right? They gave the little spoon and you tasted them. So you taste one of them, you're like, oh, that's okay. But then you taste one and you're like, oh no, that's it. That's what I want, right? That's so good. So Think of choiceless experiences kind of like that, right? Show up, you know, you, you, you may be guided, you may be inspired to something, show up and see how it feels, show up and see how it tastes, show up and see, it, it, you're, you will know when it's just choiceless, you will know. And so as Sarah Elizabeth said, simple things like ice cream cones, big things like a change in your career or your living situation or your relationship, it might be completely choiceless and you might have to be really gentle on yourself. You might have to really slow down. You might have to really come into a loving conscious place and communicate with others in your life about how this choiceless experience affects them as well. You know, that's another part of it. And so just because there are things around the choiceless experience that are going to inspire you to grow doesn't mean it's not choiceless, right? It's about who you become a lot of times in those processes, being able to hold more and receive more. And what I have noticed is the more you get really good and comfortable at navigating through creation and choiceless experiences that present themselves to you, the more magical things, the more miraculous things, the more momentum, the more it all just expands for you. Completely. And there are a couple of things that you said that I really want to emphasize. You can, with your human mind, try to logic your way out of something that's genuinely choiceless for you. You can try to convince yourself that it's not the way to go. And you actually have free will not to choose it. Ultimately, you can choose a different path. 
that doesn't make you wrong. That doesn't mean you've you know, ruined your destiny or anything like that. But like Sarah said, if something feels like it's in the flow, pay attention when it's almost like you're stepping on your own toes, getting in your own way and go, wait a minute. I don't have to have this all figured out. I remember a conversation that Sarah and I had when she was looking at Cody and she said, what am I going to do? And I said, a year from now, you, you can't even factor in a year from now. You can't even factor in a year from now. And you don't need to, because in a year, two, five, 20, 30, everything you need and more will show up. It's going to be available, whatever the shift might be. So I really, I really, those two things for me being, you know, you can, you can hold yourself back. You can slow down that energy and you can try to block it, but you'll know when you do because of the way that you feel and you don't have to get so far down the road. That's part of the beauty of it. What someone commented here. And if you're with us live today on, on YouTube, please, we encourage your questions about choiceless experiences here in our chat. Someone commented to thank us for the reminder that we don't have to decide. The universe already knows. And our job is simply to tune in to what feels good. And that's how you know you're on that path that is what you genuinely desire, that you have from your total total self, human perspective, and beyond. All of the things that you desire are known, and some of them you can't necessarily put into words. And sometimes it's better if you can't identify them, at least from my experience. So what a beautiful thing. Thank you for your comment, Kevin. We appreciate you. Um, We We do, Kevin. And, you know, romantic relationships are the perfect example. I have a personal experience where, you know, something showed up and the feeling was overwhelmingly, I mean, perfect in every possible way. And then my logical mind went, nope, this can't possibly be the case, whatever it might be. Sometimes it's your logical mind trying to keep you protected, but there's nothing in the world, in the entire universe for you to protect yourself from. If you live in the flow, everything you need and more will show up. And that relationship has turned out to be one of the best, richest things that I have ever chosen. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Beautiful. I am so glad you reminded me of that conversation we had about Cody. And I think it's important that talk about that a little bit more because that was the experience I was having. It was choiceless. It was so choiceless. Like I would, I would be overcome with tears, like streaming down my face at the thought of Cody, my horse. And I just couldn't, it's like, I just couldn't live without him was the feeling. And as I was sharing with Sarah Elizabeth, you know, when I was in that process, I'm like, what if my life changes in a year or two or five and I don't live at a place where I can easily have a horse or have him, you know, what, what about this? And what about that? And, you know, she just held this beautiful space and reminded me that, that, you know, 
if in a year from now, what you need will be there a year from now, 20 years from now, what you need will be there 20 years from now. And it's knowing that we are worthy of that. And there's just no other way to say it. It's, it's trusting the universe. It's knowing, but it's, it's, if you're going to trust in anything, it's trusting in your own infinite worth to draw to you everything you want and need every moment, no matter what it is, no matter what it is. And as Sarah was sharing her story about her romantic relationship, um, I can relate so very much with that, just something out of the blue, completely choiceless, this person that walks into your life and changes absolutely everything for you. And you didn't really see it coming and it might not be exactly the way you thought it was gonna be. And yet when we grasp on and, and what happens at least for me <clears throat> is my logical human mind wants to take over and figure it out, right? And sometimes I just have to say, stop it. Like just stop. And for me, what's helpful is I'm just going to give it to God and whatever's in the highest and best good. And I, I really have found that to be such a powerful tool for navigating through change, navigating through times when you're in these choiceless experiences, when you're creating something really big and beautiful and amazing in your life, continue to give it to the highest good, whatever, whatever term feels good to you. Um, I remember reading this years and years ago in the game of life and how to play it by Florence Schobel Shin. And we shared that book in one of our um, uh, additional resources and in, in one of our newsletters earlier this year. And I remember so many times her coming back to that point in when you're trying to force something, when you're trying to make something happen, when you're trying to figure something out, just completely giving it to God and saying, whatever's in the highest good here, I don't know. My human from its vantage point doesn't see, can't see everything, doesn't know what's in my highest and best good or everyone's highest and best good. And so just giving it to God. And that's what feels good to me to say, if there's something else, you know, give it to your angels, give it to source, uh, whatever it is. And, and, you are still the creator of your reality. Where we get into disharmony with creation, where we come into resistance and frustration is when we're trying to choose for another, <laughs> what we think should be choiceless for them or how we want it to be or when we want it to be. You are the creator of your reality. How it happens, when it happens, who it happens with, when you start having some of these choiceless experiences out of the blue that just completely change your life beyond your wildest dreams in a way that you never could have possibly imagined, you will happily <laughs> give the how and the why and the who over to some <laughs> invisible force, some higher power that has a much greater viewpoint. Because Sarah, I bet even if you go to look at how all the dots connected for you to meet that person, when you start to look at all the things that happened that were so divinely orchestrated for you to be in that perfect moment for that perfect choiceless out of the blue experience, 
you couldn't figure that out if you try. Not only could I not figure it out if I tried, we're only talking about the ones that I'm aware of and, right. and that my partners that we're collectively aware of. And so from all these different things, and I want to tell you some of those things that allowed that experience to happen were things that separately, we didn't think were good things. We actually thought they were things not working out, something yeah. going wrong. And suddenly it, it looking back, hindsight's 2020, that's a, that's a common phrase, right? Looking back, that specific arrangement wouldn't have been possible without those things that we thought had gone wrong. And it's, it's hilarious to me. Divine orchestration is the key word. Divine orchestration is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I'll tell you, I don't want to figure it out because I'd be exhausted. The number of things that had to happen to put, to, to put any two people in the same place at the same time, without just calling that person up on the phone that, you know, already and saying, Hey, meet me for brunch on Sunday, right over here. You know what I mean? And then sometimes it doesn't work out that way either um, because traffic or a life event or whatever it is, even when you try to make it happen, it doesn't happen. So in any case, just relaxing and allowing someone said, bless the moment and allow, and whatever it is that feels good for you, like Sarah said, find something that feels good and helps you relax. That's the thing, relaxing into the moment. And if you're feeling um, tangled up or tense about something, I'd like to remind you, the council says the instant manifestation of acceptance is peace. And so if you can accept things just as they are for this moment, not that they're always going to be that way, but right here, right now, this is how they are. You'll find peace. And from peace, you can find so much more. The other thing is these conversations, like the one that we were talking about. So Sarah is the channel of the council and practices the wisdom that she receives all the time and was still having a moment of trying to get in her own way. So give yourself grace and know who you can reach out to. Not that you necessarily need to reach out to anybody, but if you're feeling called to reach out to someone, or if it just comes up naturally in a conversation, which was what happened for the two of us, it just naturally came up in the conversation. And that conversation I have reminded myself with the words that I said to you countless times since then over the last, I guess that was probably somewhere around eight months ago. Um, I've reminded myself of, oh yeah, you know, if I were telling someone else in this situation, if I were talking to them, I would know exactly that it's so clear to me. So I can just relax for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. And, and you just sparked something that I that I hadn't even really remembered. But a couple nights ago, as I was getting ready to fall asleep, I was brought back to this experience uh, several years ago, when, again, a choiceless experience to actually leave a relationship I was in for a long time, and move to another state and leave the relationship and everything that was sort of safe and secure and comfortable at that time. But 
it was just completely choiceless. In fact, I felt like I had left my soul in that place. And, and when I went back to my house and my relationship, I literally felt like there was no energy at all. There was nothing. And it actually was painful where weeks or months prior, I was pretty content. And I did so not having any clue how anything was going to work out, how I was going to rebuild my business, how, where I was going to live. It was, but it was just choiceless that I had to get to that place. And there were a couple of experiences where literally for months I was thinking, I don't know how this is ever going to turn out okay. I have no ability to see how this is going to work out. And I, I would sit down and tune in and ask for guidance and a message from the council. And it was always, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Everything is working out for you. Everything is your highest and best good. This is going to be beyond what you can even imagine. Just trust. And I can tell you it is things that are still absolutely conceivably impossible to my human mind, how those things worked out when I just trusted the choiceless experience and let it take me wherever I was being guided to go. It wasn't comfortable for my human, but now on the other side of that, I can look back and go, that was just choiceless. I couldn't have gone against that. And to your point, there is no wrong choice. You have free will. And if you don't choose it today and it's not choiceless today, it'll either come back around or something better will come. There is no wrong way. And it, it, one of the things that the council says is there's no wrong choice. There's no wrong path. There's no wrong way. However, why you feel like that isn't true is because you can be walking down a path or a road, Main Street, be completely overwhelmed, totally frustrated, trying to figure it out, in lack, in limitation, struggling, worried, or <laughs> you can be walking down the same path, walking down Main Street, give it to God, trust in a higher power, choose to accept what is and come into a place of peace, focus on creating more joy and more beauty and more abundance with a smile on your face, being friendly, being open, being loving, being kind, same path. One feels really good. One feels really awful. And that's why sometimes we think there's a wrong way. Again, I can't emphasize this enough. Sarah said, Sarah Elizabeth said, not wanting to try to figure things out. And one of the other things she often reminds me of is if I could snap my fingers and make it the way I want it right now, I still wouldn't do it. And the other day I was, I was sitting there and I literally, I was playing with that. I'm like, I really want to just snap my fingers and make something in my life the way I want it to be. I really do. <laughs> I just want to snap my fingers and make it all exactly the way I want it to be a year from now or six months from now. And it's like, I really, I know I have that power. I know you all have that power. We could do that. 
And yet there's something that goes, nah, yeah, my human might want to do that. But the grander part of me, my soul, my higher self really wants the adventure, the unfolding, the experiences along the way, the love along the way, all the incredible things that are going to happen in that perfect unfolding. And so it just shifts your whole outlook on something. And, and you often come into a much grander perspective, which we're going to talk about as well. We have a very special new live five-part special subject series starting on June 28th, running through July 2nd on a grander perspective. And I think if I were to say, what, what is, what is the council's channeled wisdom most about like what is the biggest impact it has on my life what is the biggest impact I see in the message it's inviting us into a grander perspective of our life what's possible for us how guided we are the highest perspective on things like success and family soulmates animals world peace which are topics for this new five-part subject series and you know a grander perspective on how you can live in heaven on earth, a new earth, how you can come into a harmonious uh, relationship with everyone in your life, how you can live at a level of abundance like never before, how you can live at a level of well-being like never before. And allowing yourself into that state is what invites in the extraordinary, miraculous, magical things in your life. Uh, Sarah was talking about being, you know, deeply satisfied and deeply satiated. The council talks about being full and being filled up and being fully satiated in the moment. It's just coming to this place where you're totally full. You want and lack for nothing. And I'll tell you, uh, I had an out of the blue choiceless experience today. One of these examples of it just shows up and it's a yes that you're in the state of knowing your infinite worth receiving and what you want and need shows up even before you know you need it just shows up and it's a yes right true creation has no agenda it just shows up and it's a yes and you know and I you might see these flowers behind me it's having this moment of just deep appreciation I I went and cut these beautiful roses from my rose garden which my one of my dearest friends who's part of our community Denise who is a rose whisperer and grows and fertilizes and nurtures my beautiful roses. And so I was feeling such appreciation for Denise. And then I realized well, I put them in this beautiful vase that was, was a gift from my best friend, Robin. And I had it sitting on the table and I realized it was sitting on a table by these beautiful gold coasters that my soul brother Lee Harris gave me. And I was just feeling so much love, so blessed, so grateful. Uh, in just this simple, perfect moment of these beautiful roses and this beautiful vase on this table with these coasters that remind me of the special people in my life. And as I was in that moment, just completely satiated and nothing, I didn't need anything. I didn't want anything. I was just in this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful heaven on earth state of feeling so blessed and grateful and so loved. I sat there for a few minutes and then I went to my computer and I had an email from, um, a very dear friend who is an incredible um, personal development leader uh, in the world. And it was one of our conversations in our team. Wouldn't it be fun 
if we did some sort of special event with this person, you know, who would we want to do some kind of special events with? And here was this email that was, hey, I want to do something with you. Let's think about doing something fun with the council. What do you think? And it was just like, I'm reading this email and I'm like, yes, of course, like totally choiceless. And it didn't happen by doing anything. I wasn't sitting there meditating on it, trying to make it happen every day. And I have just come to know with absolute certainty that there is this part of you that is connected to all that is and knows who you are, knows the deepest, deepest desires of your heart, knows, knows, knows what would surprise you and delight you and excite you, knows even more than you know about what it is that would make your life the best it could possibly be, that knows your absolute highest potential. And the more you are in a state of joy, the more you are in a state of absolutely living in heaven on earth, whatever that means to you, the more aligned you are with that part of you and the easier it is for those things to present themselves to you, for your destiny to come to you, for the highest potential to flow to you and through you in your life. And you are creating your reality, but it is in a way that is joyful, aligned from a place of wholeness, completeness, knowing your worth, being excited, being happy, being in love with your life and amazing things showing up and just being choiceless for you. Absolutely. And that reminds me of something I had thought I wanted to talk about today if it came up and there are so many topics that we do each month and this is I think it's our seventh podcast actually is it so our seventh, seventh <laughs> episode um but in a previous episode we our our topic was effortless creation and for me choiceless experiences and effortless creation really go hand in hand and when you're in that flow, you find yourself with choiceless experiences. And that is what brings all of that effortless creation. So they're, they all weave together, together. And I'm sure this is not the only time you'll ever hear us talk about the same things in different ways um, and how they connect, but they're so, so beautiful. Um, the distinction that I would make, you know, if, if I were going to make one between effortless creation just remembering that you don't have to force it. That's part of what true creation really is. It's not like you were just describing picking that thing because the email could have been from someone entirely different and you wouldn't have been upset about that at all. It could have been from someone that you didn't know that you had never met before and you didn't even know was aware of your work with the council. And that watch that's going to happen. Um, it's going to be really fun if that does, um, but, it does. But, it, but it also doesn't matter, but it also doesn't matter because it's the fun and the exploration you said, and, and you're absolutely right. If I could snap my fingers, I wouldn't and have it now. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it because we have a, a saying in our human experience that the joy is in the journey. The joy really is in the journey. And I was laughing because all last week 
my dog had a theme of leading me down. I cannot tell you how many times we were out on a walk through the neighborhood and I saw a sign that said, dead end, not a through street, no outlet, no turnaround. And I was like, it doesn't go anywhere. I'm like, we don't, it doesn't go anywhere. But you know, <laughs> about the third time I heard myself say that I went, well, it wouldn't be there if it didn't go anywhere in my mind. And I went, clearly it goes somewhere. And then I started letting him go and, and I started just having some fun with it and letting him lead the way. And I actually went down one of the, probably the longest dead end street I have ever personally encountered. I bet the dead end street was close to a mile before. And I kept thinking it's going to end now, but it was some of the most beautiful neighborhood scenery, gorgeous variety of homes, landscaping, all of these different things that I never would have seen if I was so sure that that path went nowhere. Yeah. So yeah. that, that was really fun for me and, and really big. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, going further into a grander perspective on some of the topics that we have coming up with our new special subject series you were talking about. We do have a good question here about um, choiceless experiences and wanting something to be choiceless. So what if all of a sudden I cannot do my job anymore. And because of this, I cannot concentrate on my job anymore. And I'm starting to make mistakes, but I have no other jobs lined up. So that's that feeling that Sarah was talking about earlier when it feels like something's just not right anymore, but the new thing hasn't presented itself yet. And so I would say, do your best to focus and focus on what you're doing well and don't make a decision. Don't leave that job too soon, which is to say, forcing yourself to leave the job, but also know that you don't have to see the whole path to take the next step. What would yeah. you add, Sarah? I, I think that's great. I, there are many examples of that where people have a certain amount of money saved up from work they did or an inheritance or money they have from something and they're guided to go do all these things. And yet they can see that the money's coming to an end and they don't know where the money's going to come from yet. And I've watched this happen time and time and time again, even to myself, where it, it is this, I believe, divinely orchestrated experience that takes you into a whole nother level of living in flow with divine abundance and well-being and letting the next step come to you and really staying in a place of absolute knowing that what you need will be there when you need it. So in this moment, you, you, you're anticipating a point in time when you can't do your job and that's, you're, you're not focused in the moment, which is what causes us to be distracted. And so when you really, really focus in the moment and you know that what you need will be there when you need it. What you need will be there when you need it. If tomorrow you needed a new job, it would be there. And maybe what you need is a little time to restore and relax. You know, who knows sometimes what we need, right? Sometimes what we think we need or what we think we want is just what our limited human mind can perceive possible for us when there really is a much grander perspective on the potentials and the possibilities that are here for you. And so when we get 
really attached to money and resources can only come through one thing. And if that one thing goes away, then my money and my resources go away. We really are powerful enough to repel all the other ways that abundance and well-being and support and resources can flow to us. And I share that <clears throat> with tremendous compassion because sometimes that can feel really vulnerable. You know, if you're at a particular age where you may feel like your body can't continue to do the heavy work, lifting or work that you're doing, and that's what you've always known, it can feel really vulnerable. And I have seen time and time and time again, if people will just open up to the easiest, most effortless, harmonious way for what you need to come when you need it, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be there, but you've got to know you're worthy of that. I really bring this back to self-worth and Sarah Elizabeth and Mark on our team do an amazing job of creating these beautiful free blogs um, under our free resources at our website. And one of the recent messages was called, Oh, how good your life can be. It's available at our website, sarahlandon.com under free resources. And it talks so much about our infinite worth. And if you think you're only worthy of receiving because of how hard you work, it will invite you into a grander perspective of knowing that you are infinitely worthy of having everything you need and want and, and being guided and being protected and being cared for and having the resources and the abundance and connections for your life to be everything you wish it to be. You really are. And so be in the moment, be in your power in the moment where you are, allow fully who you are in the moment in the work that you're doing now and know that what you need will be there when you need it. And it will. And you will probably not be able to figure out ever <laughs> how that's going to come together, but just know that it will. Beautifully said, Sarah. And I would say that the same goes for our friend here who's having some, some trouble um, and is looking for any recommendations, allowing things to be choiceless when caring for his mother who has periods of dementia and is just, you know, just trying to stay positive through that. Um, and I would say, allow that to be If you can, what's coming up for me right now is to recognize the beautiful honor that you have as this person experiences this part, this person that you love so much experiences this part of her journey and do your best to look at it with eyes of awe and wonder and recognize that there's no wrong there and there's no endedness ever. And things will eventually look different in one way or another. And that goes for so many situations, but find your way to peace through acceptance. Beautiful. What comes to me is know that you are choosing to care for your mother. Know that 
you're, it's choiceless for you in this experience right now to be there for your mother at this time. And you might not have any idea the gift that you are going to be given or are being given for how you are showing up and what you are choosing. So the council tells us that the energy of giving and receiving really are one. That when we are truly giving from a pure place, we are also purely receiving in the same energy. And when we're receiving, we are also giving. And so if you can come into that awareness, number one, you are choosing, you have a choice, but you are choosing to care for your mother with dementia. And in the energy of giving, allow yourself to receive for what you are giving as well. And there might be some really beautiful, miraculous moments and gifts that are here and ready to present themselves to you just in that shift of perspective. Yeah, good question. Beautiful, yes, beautiful question. Questions? We don't have any further questions on today's topic, but we do have a lovely comment from someone who says, this sounds like when I was a monk, part of my vows were surrendering every thought, feeling, and action to the will of God, giving my choice for my experience back to God. And I would say, I love this because the distinction I would make between that and what we're talking about today for me personally is just remembering that God's will is my will because we are all source and we are all one. And so you're not giving over to something that's going to take you down a path that is other than something that will be just absolutely wonderful for you and all the things that your heart truly and your soul truly desires. Yeah. I have come to this awareness after many years of channeling the council that has answered a lifelong question I always had about how is it that this thing called God that's sitting on a cloud somewhere, you know, this anthropomorphized man with a gray beard sitting on a cloud, how does he know <laughs> what I want and what's good for me? You know, isn't he a bit distracted by all the eight other billion people, you know? <laughs> and when that's your idea of God is separate from you and outside of you and out there sort of, you know, like you're the puppet on a string and that's your idea of God. It's sort of hard to comprehend a statement like turn it over to God and let God's thy will be done. However, in coming to the awareness that it is, God is that grander part of you. God is that grander part of me. God is that grander part of all of us that has never forgotten who we really are and doesn't come with us down into lack and limitations and feelings of unworthiness and struggle and suffering. That grander part of you, which you can call your soul or your higher self is always one with God, always one with source. So to me, when I say thy will be done, God's will be done, turning it over to God, I know I'm turning it over to that 
grander part of me that is connected to everything that knows what is in the highest good that knows the path to peace and joy and harmony and love and well-being and knows what exists beyond what I can even imagine for myself. And we've been in this experience of density and in this human experience, which is a really wonderful thing. And the council says time and time again, you know, we focused ourselves into this human experience because of the love, our love for humanity, our love for the animals, our love for the planet, because of how incredible it is to be in this human experience and be able to see and taste and touch and smell. We're playing and creating with this new energy. We are creating our realities in physical form. It's an amazing experience. As they say, it's, it's a grand adventure. You know, the best way, as Sarah Elizabeth said, as we began this is, you know, your life is this magnificent vacation. What would you do on vacation? Do the things you want to do, try new things, go new places, have new experiences, uh, relax, do the things that are fun for you. You know, that's why you're here. And so it's that balance of knowing you're on this grand adventure and also knowing that there's a part of you that has a grander view of this experience and can deliver to you in the most beautifully, divinely orchestrated ways, the experiences that are so in alignment to the truth of who you are that all you have to do is show up and it's just a yes. It's just choiceless or choiceful. So I hope you all enjoyed this conversation with us today. I know I enjoyed it. Sarah Elizabeth, thank you so much. You can find out lots more and find several free resources at sarahlandon.com. There's a free resource tab there and you can see multiple uh, amazing um, channel messages from the counselor, just a beautiful experience within themselves. Thank you to Sarah Elizabeth and Mark and our team who creates that. And join us for a grander perspective live on June 28th through July 2nd. If you're of 2021. If you're listening to this later, all of our products, uh, our legacy products available on our website. Uh, many people can't join the live event and find that the replays um, are, are just as powerful of an experience. So um, go to sarahlandon.com. If you're interested in joining us, you can find out more about our new Grander Perspective series. There's lots of free resources there. Uh, I, if you want more and want to have more of these conversations with us, uh, you may check out our master's class uh, community and subscription program. And I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you, Sarah Elizabeth. I love you all. Have an amazing rest of